Celebrating 30 years of phenomenal trend forecasting. Here's Gerald Salenti with today's trends in the news. Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Monday, August 19th, 2019. And here are some of today's trends in the news. It's a happy day. Happy days are here again. The markets are up. The markets are up. That's right. They're up in Asia, up in Europe, up in the U.S. The only thing is down is gold. Bitcoin bounced back over that 10,000 mark. And oil's up. Stocks rose sharply on Monday as Treasury yields rebounded, quelling fears of a possible recession. You know what that is. Take precautions. One week, and now recession fears are gone. Everything is fine. Equities also got a boost after the U.S. agreed to extend temporary reprieve to Chinese telecom giant Huawei. So, last week's meltdown, that didn't count at all. This week, we got quelled fears. President Donald Trump said Sunday he doesn't see a recession on the horizon. Quote, I don't think we're having a recession. We're doing tremendously well. Our consumers are rich. I gave a tremendous tax cut. And they're loaded with money. What? Oh, come on now. That ain't even bullshit. All That's right. How much bullshit can this guy keep spewing out and get away with? Go to the Tax Policy Center. The 1% got 83% of all of his tax benefits. No, the consumers aren't rich. They're deep in debt. $14 trillion bucks. Student loans, car loans, mortgages, credit cards. And what else do they do? Oh, yeah. Get loaded up with money. They load it up with debt. What a jerk. Anyway, this is, I'm talking about this is because this is the way how stupid the mainstream media is. You know why the markets went up? I'll tell you why they went up. And you will hear this only from Gerald Salenti. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. Because Trump called the banksters. That's right. When the markets were sinking last week, Trump called CEOs of the biggest U.S. banks on Wednesday as the stock market plunged. The president asked the three men to give him a read on the health of the U.S. consumer, according to one of the people. You know what that is. Absolute bullshit. You got it. Absolute bullshit. Like they don't the consumer. Hey, but he just said over here that our consumers are rich. He didn't ask him that. The game is rigged. That's end of the end of the story. The plunge protection team. Don't believe me? Go back to on the night before Christmas, went all through the house. Wall Street was sinking. Yeah. Like a rotten louse that they are. And what did Mnuchin do, our Treasury Secretary? Well, what Mnuchin did is he called up a bunch of banksters. That's right. Yeah. As the markets were going down. Oh, this was unprecedented. Nobody ever did that before. Well, he did it. And you know what happened? 
the day after Christmas, next couple of days, the markets are up over 1,000 points. And they kept on going up. And then Powell, on January 4th, 2019, after raising interest rates, said, we're going to be patient in raising them. The markets are rigged. And what else do we have here? Gold prices, they're down more than 1% because the markets went up. And Wall Street also went up after China's plans for interest rate reform reinforced hopes that major economies would act to counter the impact of escalating global trade tensions, not global trade tensions, declining economies. And oil prices, well... They went up because, hey, the economy's looking better right now, so uh, we're happy, and things are going to get better and better. So oil went up over 2%. Also went up because the Houthis attacked a Saudi oil installation over the weekend. But the meanwhile, OPEC cut its forecast for global oil demand. People talk about China purposely devaluing its currency. I say no, not at all. Front page story in the Wall Street Journal gives some of the facts. Dollar's strength pressures markets broadly. Everybody said, and they all expected on Wall Street, for the U.S. dollar to go down this year, considering our debt levels and other factors. And I said no, the dollar's staying strong basically because other economies are so weak. A rising dollar makes it more expensive for developing countries to service their dollar-denominated debt, pressuring those that have borrowed heavily in the U.S. currency. The outstanding dollar-denominated debt of emerging market companies and governments is at $6.4 trillion. And you keep on going, and again, this is the kind of work that I do to find out the facts in reading all of these different pieces of information. Chinese companies have gone on a U.S. dollar debt-raising binge in recent years. This year alone, they have added more than $600 billion to a debt pile that now totals $3.5 trillion. You think they want the yuan going lower? Weakening renminbi, that's their currency, responsible for stimulating Chinese Bitcoin demand. Despite the formal ban, Chinese investors have continued to find ways to trade cryptocurrencies, often using offshore funds registered in Hong Kong and Singapore. All right? They don't want their currency to devalue. China shifts toward market-driven loan rate, as I talked about this earlier. China shifts toward market-driven loan rates. Yeah. Again, they're weakening their currency. Reform aims to lower cost of borrowing after record levels of company defaults. That's right. In the Fitch Agency, they expect record default levels this year due to increased refinancing pressure and poor investor sentiment. It's a global slowdown. No, the recession's over. Nothing's going to happen. 
Ah, Mexico, Mexico lowered interest rates for the first time in more than five years. More than 30 central banks around the world have cut interest rates this year. Okay? It's one big Ponzi scheme. Got it? Investors take up position for fresh wave of stimulus. Investors? No, no, no. Gamblers. And that's where all the dough goes, to the investors with these low rates so they can keep that addicted bull running with more monetary methadone. Investors are anticipating fresh wave of stimulus measures to tackle flagging growth. As the White House said, it was considering a new round of tax cuts to boost the economy, to boost the rich. That's all Trump has done. The facts are there. So it's the cheap money game. ECB set to intensify stimulus measures. Yeah, big story here. Analysts expect the ECB will announce next month a 0.1 percentage point cut to its key interest rate, as well as around $56 billion in fresh bond purchases. Buying up corporate and government bonds. Forget about capitalism. That is total... You got it. It's corporatism. End of story. Rush by U.S. homeowners to remortgage bolsters banks. That's right. The 30-year fixed mortgage, 3.6%. That's almost near the all-time low back in 2012. And you heard it first from Trends Journal, Trends in the News, when interest rates were way over there, nearing that 5%, I said they were going to come down to under 4 and here they are. It's down for third month in a row, housing building in the United States fell for the third straight month, showing that rising labor and material costs continue to dent the pace of home construction. Wait, wait a minute. Trump says everybody's rich. Yeah. No, they can't afford houses. Bad news for Germany's economy could be good news for the right. Yep, the economy's going down, so, quote, the economic crisis fuels a fear of the future, a sense of decline, and a sense that the elite is failing the people, said the expert in populism who wrote the book People vs. Democracy. Yep. It's not populism. People know that they've been screwed by globalism and all the dough going to the rich, but that's the way they write it. And some other international news. Macron, the Catson over there in France, ready for this headline? Not making this up. To tackle Putin over Ukraine. Could you imagine Macron tackling anybody, especially Putin? Over the Ukraine, yeah, you know, that's, that's going nowhere. But anyway, and moving on, Sudan power an end to months of tumult and murder. But it looks like the military is still taking over. The military, which has dominated Sudan since it gained independence from Britain in 1956. 
What the hell was Britain doing in Sudan? Oh, the fine British Salenti. You should be proper like those murdering bastards and bitches. Yeah, since 1956. Anyway... The military will control the defense and the interior industries, which account for a large part of the national spending and uh, the overall power of the sovereign council will lead to the first 21 months of military rule by their officers. So we'll see what happens there. Zimbabwe police suppress street protesters. India and Pakistan exchange artillery fire. Threats over Kashmir. This is a very important story. These other ones are too. There's global unrest, declining economies. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And when all else fails, as India is doing, they take us to war. Gibraltar releases Iranian tanker after Washington's last-ditch legal move fails. So, as I was saying, the reason why Trump did not attack Iran after they shot down that drone a few months ago, that sophisticated drone, was because it would have been Pearl Harbor in the Straits of Hormuz. The British, under orders from the American, hijacked the Iranian oil tanker, and Iranians hijacked the British one. And now they got theirs back, and now the Britons will get theirs back. You don't screw with this. Damascus, angered by Turkish army convoy heading for key Syria town. Turkey has no right being there, neither do the United States. So, airstrikes halt Turkish convoy on road to Syria. It's not clear whether the Syrian government or Russian warplanes struck the convoy. China, ready to quell Hong Kong protests. Beijing is prepared to use full power to quell the Hong Kong protests if unrest goes beyond the control of local politicians and police. China's ambassador to the United Nations warned. Okay. They had a big rally there Sunday. An estimated 1.2 million in a place that has about 7.4 million people. And it was raining and all holding umbrellas. That would never happen in the United States. We can't get a million people out to do anything. This is big. And you know what's going to hurt? If China can't settle it because residents move money abroad as protests escalate. Money is leaking out of Hong Kong as months of protests raise concerns about the city's future. This is very big. The two black swan events to concentrate on, to really understand, focus on, read on in Kashmir and in Hong Kong. Two black swan events that no one predicted. They could have very disastrous effects. War, peace, and the economy. And here in the States, judge sets deadline for Georgia to modernize voting machines. Oh, no, Salenti, we can't have blockchain democracy. People can't go on their computers or phones and vote and do it in blockchain so the vote is blocked. You got 19th century equipment over here. You got junk. We're still counting the 2018 midterm elections. This is stupid junk. 
Presidential hopeful hits his stride in Democratic race. New Jersey Senator Booker turns head with impassioned rhetoric on gun control. Not rhetoric, it's... You're not going to do anything with gun control. You want gun control? Start from the top. Stop with the United States killing millions of people all over the world, like the British did, and occupying countries. What are you doing in Syria? Get the hell out of Libya. Why in Iraq? Come home from Afghanistan. Syria, one after another. 800 bases and... 80 countries, gun control. Oh, and then the militarized police. Yeah, going back to Sudan, the militarized. You want peace, you need to occupy peace. Gun control won't do anything. The people who want guns are going to get them. There are about 400 million of them out there in the United States. Oh, you know that sick kid, that gunman in Dayton? Connor Betts had cocaine, alcohol, and anxiety drugs in his system. Antidepressants. They work great, don't they? Yep. They keep your mind screwed up. You don't know the truth from the lies. And this greatest depression is global nomic that I'm forecasting. It's bigger than just the economy. It's the heart, the mind, the spirit in very, very broad directions is the greatest depression going to strike. And speaking about being depressed, the American media shut down that uh, Epstein story. I guess it was too depressing. Yeah, he got it. He hung himself. That's what they said. If you don't believe it, you're a conspiracy theorist. Britain's Prince Andrew has said he was appalled by allegations of sexual abuse surrounding Jeffrey Epstein after a video was released purporting to show him at the home of the convicted pedophile in 2010 waving goodbye to some chick. Here's the way they write it. The Duke of York, this is the quote, has been appalled by the recent reports of Jeffrey Epstein's alleged crimes. His Royal Highness, His Royal Highness, His Royal Highness, save your royal shit and shove it up your hind ass. Who the hell you talking to? Bow to the queen, salute to the chief. When are people going to grow up? His Royal Highness, another royal piece of shit. Oh, but he's British, he's proper. Yep. His Highness deplores the exploitation of any human being as the British have exploited human beings and murdered them for centuries. But hey, Salenti, take it easy. You got to be a member of the gang and then you can get away with this stuff. And that's all the militarized police do. They go after us as they salute and bow down to his hind ass. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news.